They're taking a pause. Woo, flash it. Don't flash them. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. I mean, I guess unless you want to, but that seems weird. That, that reminds me like of Like back the, in the day. No, that reminds me there's a pretty funny video or a picture of Post Malone. Uh-huh. He got like flashed while he was at one of his concerts and his face like was just like a, uh-huh. like a pure, I guess, excitement or something. Oh my gosh. Hello, hello, and welcome back to your next episode of Educate Your Earbuds. I'm Paulina. And I'm Gerald. How's it going on this fine day? Great, because it is officially time to record. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, let's get into some music recs before we go into today's topic. So, I have one by Pacific Avenue, and it's called Strawberry Daydream. It's indie rock. It's, I don't think I've ever heard of this band, and I don't know how they came up on my Spotify, like, suggestions, but I like them. Pulling up the vibes from our recent episode on 2010's indie music. Yeah, well, this one isn't really quite those vibes, but it is indie, so. It's indie. Yeah. It's close enough. Anyways, definitely go check it out. Okay, we have a lot to talk about because this is a hot topic right now, I would say. Seeing it all over TikTok and arguments and whatnot. Yeah, so pretty much like if you're on any social media, maybe this is more geared towards like young millennials or Gen Zers, but you've likely come across one, if not many videos or posts complaining about how there's too many concert goers nowadays that are just going to concerts or festivals simply for content, like social media content. Mm -hmm. And so I've been seeing a lot of discourse on this back and forth to some people defending, I guess, some of the content use or usage. Some people really just doubling down. And so I figured we'd talk about it. Okay. Okay. So I wanted to start this episode with a quote from this article I found from Mashable, which I think it kind of explains the problem, or doesn't explain the problem, but introduces the problem. The phenomena. The phenomena. Ah, good word. Big word, Gerald. So they said, nothing is more valuable on TikTok than a viral concert clip. Whether it's a sickeningly sweet interaction with the artist on stage or a funny ad lib caught between songs, a solid concert moment can garner millions of views and likes, spawn a trending audio, or completely change someone's perception of an artist just because the For You page is inundated with the tour's best moments. Thoughts really quick before we just deep dive into this episode? Yeah, I mean, I think that sums up a big problem with social media mm-hmm. nowadays and and how it pertains to the concert space and TikTok in general kind of shifted not to say the app is to blame or or mm-hmm. the type of content that goes on it but it shifted the way people consume content for sure the same as previous social medias did as they came through yeah and it just involves videoing a lot more, which can be disruptive at concerts. Yeah. I guess I don't understand why this didn't, why this wasn't an issue when Vine was about. Because Vine was basically pre-TikTok, right? I wasn't on it. Yeah, but I mean, Vine had such a short lifespan compared to this, and people used it differently. It's the same way, like, if you look at YouTube videos that were posted 10 years ago versus now it was just used differently yeah it's used differently the type of content there's kind of different metas 
that different stages of, of YouTube and during certain years, mm-hmm. sketches were the most popular video. Then it became prank videos. Oh, okay. And, and vlogs. so you're saying like TikTok was just a different medium for a different kind of content? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Vine was kind of ahead of its time in the sense of like the, the short short form videos mm-hmm. that people could post and for most part, I, from what I remember, it was like sketch type stuff. Got which it. Which kind of corresponded with like the YouTube content at the got time it, as got well. Got it, got it, Okay. So I guess the first question that I had, and I don't like have a for sure, for sure answer, but I have kind of an answer, is do you know who may have started the trend for attending concerts and festivals for content? Who like would you guess? Like a person? I, I don't, I don't not know. A, not a person, but maybe a group of people influencers i so yeah i would say influencers but before the influencers i would think that it was more the big corporations so Uh, what do you mean by that so big corporations are the ones that use live music events as marketing opportunities so think of for example liquid death they're all over the place yeah i remember at coachella like amex has all of their experiences that are curated to be like photo op moments the adidas at coachella had the bad bunny uh, adidas collab and made like a beautiful space for you to create content mm-hmm. it was made to be very aesthetically pleasing yeah and so it's it's kind of genius on the corporations because it's free marketing it's inherently free marketing if they just put their logo and put like some pretty places where they already know it's going to be inundated with influencers and use that to their advantage. Yeah. And so one study found that social posts related to Coachella reportedly received 12.65% more views and 18.18% more likes than other topics. And so my guess is that when big corporations started using some of these live music events as a form of marketing, then smart influencers were like, oh, wait. I need to be, uh uh-huh, I need to be attending these things and market myself. Because an influencer, really, that they're marketing their own brand, their self is their brand. Mm -hmm. So I kind of think that's probably what started it. I can see some correlation with that. It's kind of like the big companies realized these concerts and festivals could be used as tools. And then slowly the everyday influencer, even though I hate that word, Mm -hmm. caught on as well. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree with you. They can be big tools in that. And Liquid Death, like what you said, is always one of the because you're trying first to, one that comes to my mind. Because they're tapping into markets that, you know, our generations, well, I don't think anyone likes to see ads, but I think the people that grew up with technology their whole life, we're very adverse to ads. They're like, skip, skip, skip. Like, you'll just buy premium so that you don't have to deal with ads. And so this is like mm-hmm. a sneaky way of putting an ad in, like, right in your face. Yeah. For sure. I do think there's a correlation there, but I think even if big companies don't, influencers do it still in the sense of like, say like they just, they've caught on that like as events go mainstream, people want to see it on their Mm -hmm. social media and they dive in there. So my counter example would be like Burning Man. Oh, okay. It's not like there's a bunch of big corporations and stuff. That's true. Lined up for that. But now that it's become mainstream, there's still... Influencers, influencers that are trying to who, go you know fly out rent million dollar rvs don't actually do they the don't burning go for man's the burning man experience. experience they just go for the photos that's true that's um, very true 
It, it's funny that you say that because I'll, I've known this, but the article that I was reading validated it, that a lot of creators make content pretending to be at some of these events and they might not even be there. Oh yeah, I've seen those before. That's so outrageous. Ridiculous. Like for example, for Coachella specifically, that's gotta go be the out, biggest that yeah, this happens. They'll go out to Palm Springs, they'll run an Airbnb, they'll like stay and get ready and get their hair and makeup and they'll post like Coachella day one and they'll be nowhere to be seen likely at Revolve Festival, which is not Coachella. Or not even there because Revolve is invite only. That's true. And so if it's just, if it's if it's someone who already has to make up their content, mm -hmm. like it's, it, that blows my mind. You're spending hundreds or potentially thousands of dollars to make content. To, f to fake content. Yeah, that's true. Like, if you have that money, you could... If you're already spending that money, like, you'd probably be able to afford a Coachella ticket. Yeah, so you might as well go. If you're having to fake all that, you're probably not big enough to get invited to Revolve. Not that, right. you, not that you even have to be a big person to get yeah. invited to it, in my opinion. But it's crazy, though, because that literally is showing that these people probably don't care about the music at all. Mm -mm. They are truly doing it, faking it for the content. And so with that, I kind of was thinking, okay, there are obviously like Coachella is one of those festivals that is kind of seen as like a status symbol. It's like, oh, I went to Coachella and like, oh, blah, it's... blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right, Reminds like me a, of that TikTok. Yeah. And so now it's not, it used to be kind of like the festivals were a little gatekeepy and it's like, okay, this is like the influencer central. Now, certain tours are becoming like a similar status symbol. And I'm sure you can guess some of these, but I'll just go through some of the huge ones from the past years. So Harry Styles, Love on Tour, 1975 at their very best, Beyonce Renaissance, Drake, It's All a Blur, and last but not least, Taylor Swift Eras. Uh, yeah, that's the most obvious just because... You know, for months now, it's been blowing up our feed. Mm -hmm. And these were places to be seen at. It's like, and I saw this a lot with, more so with like the Drake. I've seen it a lot with the Beyonce concerts that people were going just to be like, I was at the Drake concert and they knew maybe like nice for what or like mm -hmm. one song. Yeah. So. I think there's kind of two, two distinctions I want to make there though, because I think it's okay for people to want to go to a concert, even if they don't know I agree. all the songs. You do it all the time. Yeah. We, we literally do it all the time. I mean, granted we're a music podcast, but like just to experience new music. Exactly. Or and like, I think that's fine. Even if you know maybe one of their songs, it's like, well, let me go to see if I would enjoy others. Like I've mm -hmm. never bothered listening to this artist before. Let's give them a chance. Right. I think that's okay too, but that's one of the hot topics. Yeah, no, but the problem is if you go to not enjoy the music and just try to get content, content. from it. Exactly. Because I mean, that's, that's like, to me, that's the epitome of what Revolve Fest is. Like I know they have music there, but it's less than Coachella. Yeah. It's happening at the same time. It's for influencers only. You have to mm -hmm. get invited. To me, Revolve Fest is the dumbest thing I out agree. there. I agree. Um, and anyone who would waste their time going with that seems kind of weird. I guess it's free, I think, if you get invited. Well, it's free because they know that they're going to get all of their views. Mm -hmm. Like, it's free, but it's... Yeah. So let's just go through some of the obvious complaints that people have about people that are going to concerts for content. Okay. And then we'll go to ones that we can kind of debate on. 
Okay. First, we again talked about a lot of this in the concert etiquette episode. So if you haven't listened to that, go check that out because we have like a deeper dive on some of the ones that are just like, okay, you're just being a bad concert attendee. But people talking through a concert in general and clearly don't care about being there. Yeah, that's no, no. Yeah, if you're going to do that, like step away, go out into the hall or something, like don't do it in the middle because maybe you're a parent or something that took your kid or and you're not interested in the concert, but like don't disrupt the experience for others. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this one, but recording too much of the show. And again, I saw this good quote that I found and it says, concert goers are sacrificing the in-person experience of being at a show by recording it. Yeah, that goes back to... Again, if you're not being disruptive, if you can like sneakily record some clips, go for it. Like if you want to remember it, but also back to our being present at concert Mm -hmm. topic as well. It kind of, if you're sitting there recording the whole thing, it takes you out of the moment. Yeah. And my opinion is you can't truly enjoy it if you're watching it through phone screen Mm -hmm. the entire time, because then it's like you're not even at the live concert. Agreed. Okay, this one, and I know you have some like thoughts on this, bringing main character energy. Oh, yeah. This is like super cringeworthy for you. And in that, so one of the ones was like big signs to get artists to acknowledge them. Mm -hmm. And so I found this particularly interesting. So at the Love On Tour, tour, which is the Harry Styles, like most recent one, Mm -hmm. Harry Styles reserved sections of the show specifically for sign reading, even going as far as to help announce proposals, baby gender reveals, and make phone calls on behalf of audience members. So what do you think about this? Because like, is he kind of encouraging this kind of bad behavior? Parasocial relationships with him? Yeah, Mm, I'm 50-50 on this. Okay. Because I think like artists should be able to read signs and stuff. But also that goes back to the original quote. People are trying to catch like those funny Mm -hmm. mic talking moments in between songs for a quick TikTok video and a million views. Right. I don't know. I'm fine with you. I'm fine with artists reading signs and interacting with their Fans. fans. But if you have like... I don't know. That that feels a little less genuine the way he's doing it. Maybe that's just my opinion. Like no, it, I don't disagree with you. Like it's it's not organic. It's yeah. not like he's singing, Oh ha, ha I just saw that sign, that was funny, like mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like it's like, I everyone hold up your signs now. I mean I guess maybe that like if he's like, Hey, put away your signs for until the thing this until time. hey, now I have this time everyone raise up your right there's like pros and cons to it because in a sense that way you prevent people from blocking other people's views and like holding it up the entire time yeah because because oh. i've been behind that too and that is absolutely outrageous someone five people in front of me holds up this big sign through like an entire song multiple songs it needs to be done in between songs mm-hmm. in my opinion like they're taking a pause Ooh, flash it. Don't flash them. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. I mean, I guess unless you want to, but that seems weird. I feel like that was probably like a that, that rock reminds like me of back the, in the day. No, that reminds me there's a pretty funny video or a picture of Post Malone. Uh-huh. He got like flashed while he was at one of his concerts and his face like was just like a, uh-huh. like a pure, I guess, excitement or something. Oh my I gosh. Don't know. Or like, like a... Confusion. Can, awe. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, back to the point though. Show the sign and and then put it down. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how I feel about this. Like, because again, you're encouraging people to make the concert about them and their sign, which to me seems annoying. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, stop making them the main character of your show. Yeah. 
I don't know, just main character energy in general. That's like influencers and pseudo influencers. I, I mean, in my opinion, all influencers are. Well, but no, it's anyone. Pseudo influencers. That's what. I, that's what I meant by pseudo influencers. Okay. People, whether you're trying to be an influencer or not, with the advent of TikTok, anyone can pull out their phone and get a million views. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of like the early days of YouTube, like a Charlie bit my finger. Someone can post a random video and get a million views on it. Mm-hmm. Social media became less like that recently. Like you, you had to put thought and effort into making a video that blew up blew that up. same way. But then TikTok came through, and someone could again post. Yeah, that's true. A very easy video that gets that same number of, of views. Mm-hmm. And so now we're back to hey, everyone can can pull out their phone. Yeah. And do that, but I get that's what that's what I meant by pseudo influencers. Mm-hmm. Whether you're actively trying to become an influencer or not like anyone can have that power mm-hmm. which i guess is has pros and cons in other senses yeah you know but then there then i feel like it makes the content less original because once you see one person blow up then consequently you see a hundred other people that are trying to do like replicate it but at a different show or a different song different angle or whatever yeah i mean that's and then it's like okay i've seen this this isn't that original anymore you're just literally copying someone else that's what trends on tiktok are though you know someone yeah or or when it was originally mostly dancing videos i never got on that side of tiktok somehow someone doing a dance and then a d'amelio or a addison ray taking that same dance and and it going viral but yeah just that main character energy at concerts is super frustrating to me no it is to me too it's like dude this isn't even about you the whole point of a concert or a festival the experience is to build community so why are you making that about yourself Mm -hmm. it's like the opposite of what it should be like yeah okay going along with you know some of the major obvious complaints is there's just like a huge disconnect between artists and fans and artists are very much over it but it's not anything that's super new so back in 2018 childish gambino addressed phone usage during his tour and he asked fans to resist the urge to photograph and video everything and he said this isn't a concert it's an experience Mm -hmm. other artists similarly for example niall horn he talked about how looking out at the back of people's phones for over two hours is the most horrible thing to look at which i would imagine yeah it's like okay you're literally just looking at a sea of cameras that would be awkward. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not a live performer. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever will be. But I can imagine if a performer truly cares about their craft, they want to see the people watching it. Yeah. Like their emotions, if they're enjoying it mm-hmm. or not. And if you if you can't, you're just kind of... Yeah, how do you It's almost like know? performing to a wall. Right. Like, how do you even know if they're vibing with your set or Mm -hmm. if you need to change it up or whatnot? And then Jack White, we talked about him in the concert etiquette one. He's one of the ones that takes people's phones away for good reason. He said that nobody was in the moment. Everyone was documenting the moment. Yeah, I'm a fan of that, actually. I am, too. I... I think more artists should do it. Take phones away. And if people don't know what we're talking about when we say take phones away. They don't literally take your phone. What They, they give you essentially a pouch mm-hmm. that, and you have to seal your phone in it. They like, obviously, that you keep it on you. They're not physically yeah, taking, not your taking your phone it. from yeah. your possession. Cause, but it, it keeps people from being able to video 
mm-hmm. during the concert. And then obviously, like, if you ever need to get into it, like, if there's an emergency or something, you can go out and they'll open it right. for you and stuff. But it's just a way for for artists to fight back against people being on their phones their entire time in the concert. Mm-hmm. And that's been, I know that's used heavily in, like, or more so in, like, big comedy shows because mm-hmm. they don't want people... It's a comedy show is different, right? Like a, a song can be sung over and over again and it get the same amount of enjoyment, but like a joke. Yeah, you can only say it a few times. Yeah, if someone videos it and posts it online, oh, that joke is spoiled. Now, if someone wants to go watch that comedy special on Netflix or something, they've already heard the joke. Exactly, it's not as funny. But I think I don't know. Part of the problem with that, I feel like, is greedy artists nowadays because they know influencers and regular people posting videos of their shows is going to blow them up. Is gonna to generate buzz yeah. and make them a more popular artist yeah there's pros and cons to it because yeah i mean it is gonna create more buzz but at the expense of losing the element of surprise mm-hmm. which is something that i hadn't really thought about as being one of the biggest problems or complaints about like the people that go for the content and that are posting everything but it's exactly that you're losing the element of surprise so think about you and i never went to the taylor swift eras tour but how much can we tell you about that swan dive into like the stage and, and her sneaking and her, into the um to the, to the trash bins or through whatever. the trash bins yeah just all sorts of stuff that we've seen and yet we never went mm-hmm. to the eras tour and so this brought up like the whole issue and some dedicated swifties did try to go to like extreme lengths to maintain the element of the unknown by purchasing tickets for the opening night even if they live across the country and so that's even crazier because then it's like okay if you want to have like the purest concert experience then one you have to be rich two you have to have a flexible work schedule to be able to go on a whim across the country to have that first experience and it not be ruined for you Mm -hmm. to me it seems a little like intense and like people were saying you know you could just like not consume the content but like okay then are you just not gonna get on social media for six months while the Eras tour is going on because the algorithms know if you're a swifty if you're in the beehive they're gonna know what to feed to you and you might not be able to avoid it unless you just say okay i'm gonna take myself off the apps which is fine but yeah just something to food for thought i think i disagree a little bit more on this point okay i'm maybe maybe it's my boomer energy i'm in in the camp of like don't watch the content kind of thing but if it's on if you're just on yeah. tiktok and your for you page you're scrolling up and first you're looking at food videos and then all of a sudden the algorithm decides to feed you taylor swift arrows and you're like i didn't want to see this but as a fan you're gonna be like it's gonna be hard for you to be like oh, scroll 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 it's like the people that look up tv spoilers for like the bachelorette and stuff well but again there's some part there's some active participation yes there is but once it's but you're the difference is is when you're looking up spoilers you are deciding to look for it when you're on tiktok or a social media that's feeding you stuff you're not deciding what it's going to feed you and when yeah so anyways there were a lot of people also posting on tiktok when the tour started just begging fans not to post videos but obviously that didn't happen Again, I don't know. This, to me, feels like main character energy in some sense. You have this random person begging other people not to post their content. Because they don't want it spoiled. Because they don't want it spoiled. Like, if you care that much, then just get off the app. Yeah, if if you think 
it's going to impact your experience that much. One, you've put way, way too, too much way too much weight on this concert. We've talked that before with mm-hmm. the post-festival blues. Mm-hmm. You're putting in way too much energy into an experience. I don't you, disagree. Like these are the people that they spend months getting their outfits ready. And I'm not I'm not talking about Swifties in general. I'm not trying yeah. to bash Swifties, but it, it can happen with anyone anything, not even music related. You're making I mean Burning some, Man. <laughs> some Burning Man too. Something way too much about your a soul thing of your personality. You're basically letting it consume you. Yeah. And so you're getting devastated when you don't know the surprise of the Taylor Swift swan dive or you see how it happened behind yeah. the scenes. Stuff like that. To me, that's just, that's main character energy that yeah. I don't like. That's a good point. And well, then you're going to hate this quote because someone was saying, I can only imagine how much more magical my heirs tour experience would have been if I was seeing her on opening night instead of June and would be discovering the set list along with everyone else in this day. <laughs> okay, that's a, yeah, no, I mean, I can definitely picture someone saying that. I'm glad you found that quote because yeah. I do want to talk about it. But you should be able to, even if you're consuming Taylor Swift content, to avoid finding out the full set list. Yeah. I sometimes look up set lists ahead of time because I want to make sure I know all of the songs. Yeah. And well, one, wasn't she shifting her set list a couple times? I have no I, idea. I, I think know. she had different surprise songs. I don't know if she picked like different songs from different albums. But if you no figured out the full set list just from TikTok videos, yeah, that's that's a lot then of you definitely could have probably avoided some of those videos Agreed. if you if you thought it was gonna make your experience less magical. <laughs> I don't know. I love you going going off on this. This is a good like episode for you to just give your very. I'm sorry. Opinion. I know you and I disagree on a few of these things. That's okay. We like debate. But yeah, no, this that's just too much main character energy for me. And I agree. I'm not about it. I agree. Okay, and then the last of the kind of obvious complaints when people go to concerts for content is trying to outsing the artist and or yelling, chanting during moments that should be more quiet and respectful. We talked about this firsthand with the Young the Giant audience mm-hmm. member that was in front of us. It was extremely annoying and we literally moved and thank god we were able to but had we not that would have ruined our concert experience yeah yeah because it's just like no one wants to hear your voice no when we're trying to listen to the music no exactly so you might know this guy but he's a youtuber tyler oakley i recognize the name anyways he's supposed to be kind of big you're the youtube expert so no. he reposted a tiktok to his twitter account of a subpar audience member belting out billy eilish lyrics louder than billy herself and writing the way this would ruin my entire experience, unfortunately. Yeah, no, I mean, it is. It's upsetting because it's like you pay a lot of money and in some cases a lot, a lot of money Yeah. <laughs> to go to a concert that you you would find enjoyment out of. And as much as I bash like you making it such a part of you, you do get a lot of enjoyment from live yeah. music. And if, if it's not... I think if it's not perfect, like don't make it like a wedding day type thing where it's like, oh, everything has to go perfect. But like if you are sitting next to an annoying fan who is belting out lyrics or even if they just smell bad or something like that, it can be like off-putting. I think with some of the bad behavior... I think it's okay to politely ask them, hey, do you mind singing a little bit more quietly so I can hear? Mm-hmm. Like I can't imagine, for example, going to see Beyonce and hearing someone belt out drunk in love and not hearing Beyonce like sing it. Cause first off, no one could sing it like her. Yeah, no one can. And second off, I'd be like, dude, 
I want to hear Beyonce. I don't want to hear yeah. you. But there are some artists too that are kind of talking about this. And so Maggie Rogers, she started responding to interruptive fans telling them, it's my time to sing. This is not your time to make sound. It's not your space. And I'm sure that's very polarizing for people. I'm sure people are like, oh my gosh, how could she say that? We're literally the only reason why you have fans is because of... Because of us. But nah, that's so... That to me is as a fan would be such a toxic thing to say that that's like going to a restaurant and demanding all this extra service from your waiter because you're paying them. Yeah, that's what that feels like to me. That just feels kind of disgusting. And I I get like Maggie Rogers statement being polarizing because a lot of people can be like, oh, that's Maggie's main character energy. She is, like, the artist. But, no, even, like, she might genuinely just be looking out for the fans, being like, I know people don't want my Um, concert being disrupted. I want to give them a performance that I feel is worthy, and I don't want... I want it to be free from intrusions and distractions. Mm -hmm. To me, that kind of goes hand-in-hand with, like, an artist taking the initiative to to make you put your phone away and stuff like that. It's, it's trying to build an experience that, like, you're proud to perform. Mm-hmm. So I'm about that. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you on this one. Mm-hmm. Okay, but this is the time where we can actually debate our little hot topics. Okay, so going on to the complaints that I think we can actually debate on. We kind of already talked about the whole issue of people only knowing one song, but specifically, like, with artists, for example, like Steve Lacey that blew up and, like, it was a Bad Habit song. Mm-hmm. And so his, because he blew up on TikTok, his whole tour sold out in minutes. And when people actually went to the concert, they literally only knew that bad habits. Funny. And then everything else, they either left or they were silent. So that's kind of a issue that people are like, why are you even going to these concerts if like you only know them because they blew up from that one song and you don't know any of the songs? So we started talking about this. We don't necessarily think it's an issue to not know all of the songs because we like experiencing new music. Like we like to find Mm -hmm. artists that we don't know about. But it kind of brings up the whole discussion of fans gatekeeping an artist and being like, only the real biggest fans be coming to these events and like big influencers shouldn't be or anyone that doesn't isn't a real fan like it's basically like a competition of who the bigger fan is so i want to know what your thoughts are on this issue i think there's people in the wrong on both sides okay for this one fans that are going only know the one song and then leave clearly you're there for the content because you're not there for the full enjoyment and you want to probably take a picture of exactly that exact moment but if you found them from tiktok only knew the one song stayed and enjoyed the rest of the concert nothing wrong with that but why do people get so mad when others aren't singing every single song? Because they're gatekeepers. And my opinion, people should stop gatekeeping music. Yeah. Like music is for the enjoyment of the masses. Mm-hmm. Just because you aren't a fan of all the songs or a fan of that band, if you're just a casual fan, like that doesn't mean you're in the wrong. Mm-hmm. This this makes me think of, we've probably talked about it in the past, when one of the previous seasons of Stranger Things came up, mm-hmm. Master of Puppets blew up. Oh, the Metallica song? Yeah. yeah. And all these old Metallica fans are like, oh, all these young Gen Z people are just now figuring out about Metallica, Metallica man. That's true. Like, they don't even like it. Then you turn around and Metallica's like posted, they're like, hey, it doesn't matter if you've been a fan of us for a day. 
decades or a day like we we're just glad you're enjoying our music that's true so who cares if you i don't care if you discovered it from tiktok and then you want to go buy it and be like oh i like this song it's Mm -hmm. popular it's catchy let's go check out the artist see what he's like so if there wasn't those people that went for the content though and like didn't blow up those songs so it's almost like a positive well i guess it depends on the way that they blew up because i don't know if they just blew up like someone used the sound or like someone went to a steve lacy concert yeah i mean you could play devil's advocate and say you need influence i hate the term influencer i know but in some sense to like make certain songs popular or Mm -hmm. something like yeah if a viral video didn't go happen maybe you wouldn't you would never even have known if this song existed yeah i know tiktok brings back songs from like the last decade or something and kind of like revitalizes them sometimes yeah they speed them up and Um, stuff but yeah and, and stuff like that so you can play devil's advocate but like, if you genuinely enjoy a song, you'd probably find out about it at some point, at some point. If, you're, if you're active enough in the music scene. So if you're going, again, just for the content, you knew that one song, then yeah, I think you're part of the problem. Mm-hmm. But if you're gatekeeping and saying, oh, we don't want people, if they only know the one song, you're also part of the problem. Yeah, I agree. In my opinion. Okay, what about this one we have, we're a little sensitive to, but... A lot of people say that the people that are going to concerts or festivals just for the content, they get annoyed by them sitting throughout the concert and not vibing. Thoughts? You you kind of know my take a little bit, so I'll elaborate on it. I don't take umbrage with this. Mm -hmm. I don't see why you have to stand to necessarily be enjoying a concert. Well, and you're not even really a dancey person. Like, you might enjoy the music and just, like, not dance to it. Yeah, and certain... And there's, like, some bands... Where it's like, okay, like, I'll get up and dance for this particular, like, this song that I really like. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, all right, I'm going to sit down now. Yeah. People, I feel like, kind of relate that to, like, oh, this popular song came on. Now I'm going to stand up and take a video of Mm -hmm. it. And they sit down and relax for the rest of the concert. That's a little bit different than, I think, standing and enjoying that song and then sitting for the rest of it. Yeah. I don't take any issue with sitting for for stretches at a concert. Standing sucks. Like, (laughs) like, standing sucks. Like, (laughs) I'm sorry, but I know at, like, sporting events. Gerald's like, I don't want to do any physical exercise. Don't make me stand for an hour. Meanwhile, Taylor Swift is singing for three hours. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) No, but, like, at sporting events, I know it's common in college for, like, the student sections. You have to stand the entire time. But then you look at the rest of the stage. and everyone's sitting sitting. like doesn't make the there's other parts of it that can make energy you know i do think people should be loud and cheer when stuff happens because it does help the team but like the standing doesn't make a difference yeah well it's funny though because so maggie rogers actually she had a concert at the hollywood bowl recently okay and apparently the vibes were just super off Mm -hmm. and one of the main complaints was that people that either were ticket season ticket holders at the bowl or just influencers that were going there for the content were just sitting the entire time chit-chatting eating their food or whatever and some of the real fans felt like they weren't allowed to stand up well i think that the ticket or something said something about like you shouldn't obstruct people's views which was part of the issue uh, so they but thought they couldn't stand they thought they couldn't stand or whatever but then like when they decided to they felt awkward like oh my god why like, i'm not allowed to be enjoying my favorite artist and dancing to it and so they almost felt like people were gonna make content out of them standing up and like vibing 
Yeah, I mean, I just think that's, you just brought up a good issue that I don't think we talked on yet. Now people have to be conscious, mm -hmm. worried that they're going to be in a TikTok video, mm -hmm. someone making fun of them, Yeah. which if it's blasting actual bad behavior like the paramour thing then i'm on board with it but yeah. i think it's an issue in general if the everyday person has to go into a concert and be like oh i gotta make sure i'm not the same like, like the you're one, not gonna i'm be... not doing something that gets me like on social media yeah apparently people are even now doing this like because concert outfits have become such a huge thing that people spend days months I don't know if years, but like preparing a concert outfit that other people will be like, this is what people are wearing to Beyonce's Renaissance tour. And like, mm -hmm. there was one TikTok that literally like was showing people at the concert and they just honed in on one person and decided to bash their outfit for no reason. And this person didn't know that they were being filmed. Yeah, that's filming people like without their consent, especially just to like bash them. Is wrong. Yeah. But it's like, why? Okay, so I guess that one didn't need to be debated. But just the whole thing is just the sitting is if you want to sit, just sit. But don't like, I don't know. I will say if you're, I guess this is maybe where I deviate. If you're sitting, you can't complain about the people in front of you standing and yeah. you not being able to see. Yeah. You know, that's your choice to sit. That's their choice to stand. I don't know. To, uh, to the Maggie Rogers fans that were like, I feel like I can't stand. Like I'd say, I don't think you have to be ashamed for one. Wanting to stand for mm -hmm. and dance and dance, um, you know, you paid for that seat. You can sit or stand in it if you want. Yeah, don't stand on the seat. No, yeah, don't don't stand on the seat. <laughs> Gerald's like you can stand. No, on but seat, like rile the crowd up. You you have your your space that your your yeah. ticket lets you have, and you can stand or sit and do whatever you want with it. Okay, so before we finish this off, obviously I had to go down the Reddit rabbit hole, and there was some cringeworthy moments that I found that were like. And then just some general commentary that I thought was good. Okay. So this one's on the cringeworthy side of things, but the girl in front of me, and this was by just some random Redditor, he said, the girl in front of me kept getting her boyfriend to film her when a certain song came on that she liked. She would start dancing like she was loving it. <laughs> <laughs> After a few minutes, he'd stop recording and she'd instantly snap back to not doing anything. That's weird. That is. That's that's so that's so cringy. That's cringe. That's so cringe. I had to say that because it's like I get it. Like if you want to break out and start dancing for a song, but if like clearly this was only for the video. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I just I'm like picturing it happening in my head, and it's just so cringe. It's cringe. Mm -hmm. Okay, this one is kind of talking about, and this is going to lead to like the final questions that I have, but if I see more modern mainstream artists with a younger fan base, I can expect people to be on their phones their entire time. I remember a couple years ago, I saw Mumford and Sons and people were on their phones the whole show, even when the band asked them to put their phones away. I saw Dead and Company last month and barely anyone was on their phone. So this kind of poses the question of, is it just a young people issue? Yes and no. I don't want to like blame everything on Gen Z yeah. and stuff. I think, you know, everyone's going to take issue with habits that get built up from the younger generation the same way. 
happened with millennials years ago and the advent of social media. But people are seriously blaming Gen Zers because they're saying like, well, they never went to concerts because they when they were teenagers because it was all the COVID stuff. And so they don't know all this concert etiquette. And people are really doubling down on Gen Z. I don't know if they're the problem. I, I mean, they're a big part of it. I don't think they're necessarily a problem because they're Gen Z, but there are a lot of people in G's, Gen Z that are the problem because they're the more active users of TikTok and, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Again, not trying to blame anything on TikTok here, but like, I don't know, like you just, people have to be more conscious and recognize like when their behaviors are disrupting yeah. other people's experience. Yeah. The last little tidbit from Reddit that I thought was interesting was they were saying, this is why I love EDM shows so much. Sure, people can be recording, but you don't really see the phones as much as you're looking at the visuals or the pyro and people definitely move. I hadn't even thought about that, but that's a good point. In an EDM concert, yeah, when the artist first pops up, you'll probably see lots of phones and stuff. Like I have a Zed video on our TikTok that you can see it see of phones. Mm -hmm. And obviously mine was one of them. But you're right. I think once they get their first one or two people really do just focus on the visuals and the they're dancing yeah i mean i think edm shows are a little different in the sense that like yes there's the performer the artist mm -hmm. that like you can focus on but they're kind of hidden behind a dj booth a mm -hmm. lot of times they're up higher than the normal like stage yeah, they're would way higher. be mm -hmm. so you're not really like the intent isn't sometimes really to focus on them because they have all those visuals and fireworks and lasers going off so like do people just have that short of attention spans that we need to be given something to focus on so we don't focus on our phones? No, no, it's just like the, um, the focus is much bigger versus say like an artist mm -hmm. um, that's like a single point on the stage that might be walking across a catwalk or something. Yeah. It's much harder for you to follow that with a million phones up than it is to follow a, 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 big a 30 LED by screen. 20 LED screen with massive images on it. Like, it's a lot hard for a phone to disrupt your view of that. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Okay, and then I wanted to just kind of close out of with the impact of attending concerts for social media content. Like, mm -hmm. what, what does it actually do for, for you? Okay. And so one of the issues is that it takes you away from some of those rites of passage people go through in their teenage years to early adulthood. And so what do I mean by this? So going to a concert chaperoned by your parents and eventually attending festivals and gigs on your own has been a rite of passage for a long time. These are some of the first moments of independence and memory making in our teens and tweens, or sorry, teens and not tweens, that would be too young, <laughs> teens and 20s. And so if you're literally just going for the content and you're not even going to be like, yeah, you'll be creating those memories, but through a phone mm -hmm. for the most part, it is going to take you away from that feeling of like, I just went to my first concert by myself and like enjoyed this collective experience because you're just going to be like, I just went to this concert and enjoyed videoing it on my phone. Yeah. That's yeah. one of them. This does bring me back actually now that I think about it to Dominic Fike. I remember mm -hmm. I noticed something and I'm pretty sure I caught a picture of it so I can, maybe we can post it okay. onto socials, but just of how many phones were out recording oh, yeah. at a single given time. Yeah. Again, another one of the impacts of attending concerts for social media is just it generally makes people be more inconsiderate of others and just jerks. Yeah. And, and this is a problem I think that's like, it's not all of Gen Z or social social media's fault it's just bad behavior in general mm -hmm. kind of back to the gatekeeping thing like people are trying to gatekeep the music they like you yeah. have new people coming 
in and not everyone's at fault but a lot of them not necessarily knowing the best concert etiquette behaviors Mm -hmm. and just differences opinions on like how to behave behave yeah and then i'll just leave you with this final quote but it's someone i don't remember where i pulled this from but they were saying slowly it's and it seems surely every experience will become a backdrop for content yeah for sure this is not a problem that is only plaguing the music industry yeah no definitely um it's influencers going out and vlogging their life or people going out and trying to bring unwilling participants into their content what Mm -hmm. i mean by that is the modern day like pranking videos like they'll go into a walmart target home depot and the workers who are there just trying to like make Make a living living. do their job like are kind of getting forced to be in this person's video against their will yeah it's it's outrageous and it's something like I feel like we as a society should fight back against. That's not that's not a cool thing to do. Yeah, I mean, just all in all, we shouldn't be just saying and doing stuff for content and mm-hmm. stop caring about your aesthetic, stop caring about what people are going to say when you post this or how many views you're going to get. Just chill. Mm-hmm. Stop caring so much. Yeah, no. That's my two cents. No, no one, I think the thing people forget is people think if they're able to become an influence or something, that they're better than everyone else. Everyone's a person. Oh, yeah. Same as everyone. And there's just too much main character energy Agreed. going all around. My opinion. Agreed. All right. So with that, we do hope that you guys share this because we do think it's like a hot topic that is, you know, to be debated. So make sure you share this with all of your friends. And then while you're at it, you like and subscribe to our podcast and then review it on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, and iHeart Podcast. It really, really, really Mm -hmm. does help and give us those five stars if you think we earned it. Yeah. And then where can people message us or email us if they want to discuss more so you can email us at educate.your.earbuds at gmail.com and honestly for this episode we really do want to hear back from you if you disagree with any of our opinions Mm -hmm. we want to know why and we want to talk about it more because you know as much as we think we're right we know we're not the end-all be-all we want to know if there's anything that we missed if there's Mm -hmm. you know if you disagree with any of our opinions on like how some people should behave at concerts we don't know why and like see oh yeah is there a different way people can behave like without disrupting others Mm -hmm. and stuff so you can email us there you can also find us on instagram at educate.your.earbuds.pod and on threads with the same handle Mm -hmm. you can also find us on tiktok at educate.your.earbuds yep and with that have a great day thanks for listening thanks y'all